Yep, yep. I'm your host, Armani Liddell, and you've got the right number. So go ahead, get comfortable, prop me up, because we're about to get straight to it. And welcome back to the podcast, y'all. It's your host, Armani Liddell, and I am your 22-year-old college graduate. Honestly, I have to figure out how to open up the podcast because I can't keep telling y'all that I'm a 22-year-old college graduate. Y'all know this, but I don't know. It just seems more professional that way. Um, But what's up, y'all? How y'all been? Let me know in the comments how y'all been. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started with the mental health check. You know how we do mental health check for me. I'm kind of like a, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like a seven right now. I would have been like a nine, but I let this morning kind of throw me off. I was trying to set up everything for the podcast and like y'all know, like I said in the last episode, I'm in my dad's studio. So everything is like everything is different and it's hard. And it's like, when I was trying to set up the mic, the mic wasn't working, the camera wasn't working the whole time. All I had to do was get on Chrome and not Safari. It was so, (laughs) it was so much and too much going on this morning. And I was just like getting really frustrated, but, um, you know, I had to recognize and just like, like, okay, I'm getting frustrated. Let me chill out. My dad's out of town. He's like trying to have fun traveling and all that stuff. So it's like, I mean, not bug him too much, but I can tell he's getting frustrated and it was like, I'm getting frustrated and I'm not about to be sitting here mad all day. I got to go to work in a couple hours. So I was definitely just overwhelmed. And I know my anxiety be skyrocketing. So um, that was that. But other than that, it's pretty, it's a pretty good day. If you follow me on Instagram, you've seen my, um, my reel I made of my Sunday. Today is Monday. Um, and I made a reel of just like my Sunday recap because I'm not gonna lie last week was kind of hard for me it was an emotional like roller coaster for me um for different reasons and nothing that you know God can't help me with but I definitely was like emotional I was an emotional wreck and um yeah so Sunday I just made it my business to get up and get outside because I kind of can sit and dwell in my sadness. And the caption of the reel, I had quoted Ecolastes. Um, I really, if I'm mispronouncing that, please don't eat me up. But yeah, it was Ecolastes chapter three, verse one, where he says, everything, for everything, there is a season and a time for every activity under heaven. So I just really had to realize what season I'm in. And it's crazy because I actually just finished this book a couple of days ago. And yesterday on Sunday, Pastor Simmons was preaching out of this text and um, just realizing what season you are and what you need to do for that season. But I'm not going to get too deep into that because that's not where near what today's discussion is about. Today's topic of discussion is actually stepping outside of yourself and with that, I'm going to go ahead and start with a with a word from the bird. So y'all know, if y'all have been with me for a while, I do a word from the bird. And a word from the bird is basically just something I see on Instagram, Twitter, any social media that kind of relates to the topic of today's discussion. So I'm going to go ahead and read you guys a post I saw a while ago. And it was... um. 
it was in my highlights and I was going through my highlights and you know how you just redo your page up. So I redid my page up and I combined some highlights together <clears throat> and I found this post and I was like, this is really like dope. I really like this. So it says friendly reminder. Some people are in grind mode, waking up today to hustle. Some people are in healing mode, waking up to unpack trauma. Some are in mental health mode, waking up to waking up whenever they feel like it. Point is, none of us are waking up to the same day, but everyone is doing what they need to do to keep going. So I really just, I want y'all to let that marinate and just understand the importance of stepping outside of yourself because we kind of, we don't do that a lot. And I know last episode I was spoke on, I spoke on a relationship I had with someone and how that relationship I built with them helped me step outside of myself. And not only to them, but to God as well. God opened my eyes to realize, like, Shadi, you're not the only person on this planet. You know, like, you have to step outside of yourself because if you don't, you will never have a peace of mind. And with that being said, like, I really understand, like, the pressures of the world can feel unbearable. And I, we all have that moment where it's just like people are just adding on to the stress. People are just adding on, adding on, adding on. And I think the biggest thing, at least for me, I kind of used to take things personal. And I feel like when we take things too personal, that's where we that's where we messed up. Because when we start to think, oh, this is happening to me, it's not happening to you. Honestly, some things are really happening for you. And when you look at it from that perspective, you have to think about like, okay, if it's happening for me, what is this supposed to teach me? What am I supposed to do? Just understanding what lesson has to be learned. So rather it's you having to learn how to step outside of yourself. You're not, you keep going through this because you're not stepping outside of yourself or you keep going through this because you have the same mindset. You're going, you're going through this because you got the same people in your circle that needs to be removed. Or you keep going through this because your heart is like, you're cold hearted or you keep going through this because whatever it is, that goes back to what I was saying about that inner work that we all have to do and just understand what role we play in life and where we, what season we're in. I also know for a fact that you know, we get so caught up in why, 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 and I would never do this. Why would they do that? And I actually was talking to my friend yesterday about that, um, about one of her situations she has going on. And it was crazy because I was telling her it was related to the podcast I had to talk about today. So a lot of times we get caught up in just why is this happening to me? Or why did this person act like this? I would never do this person the way they would do me and all this other stuff. And it's like, Exactly. You know, like you're you are two different people. You are two different beings. Y'all have two different ways of living, thinking and comprehending and putting out energy. Y'all have two completely different mindsets. Y'all are two completely different beings. I think understanding that you are two different people, you have two different outlooks on life, you have two different defense mechanisms, you have two different approaches, you have two different love languages, you have two different comprehension whatever y'all comprehend things two different ways once you realize that it's going to be much easier to forgive and when you forgive you have peace I don't care what nobody says like that all that bitter stuff y'all got to throw that away if you're trying to heal you have to stop being bitter that's not even me just talking to y'all that's really something that God does not want in us is bitterness so you really have to learn how to forgive and not dwell and drive yourself crazy like that's going to give you a peace of mind when you when you're able to truly forgive you're able to have a peace of mind and it's so like when I tell you that the most peace I've ever been at 
was just like, okay, you know what? We are two different people, handled this situation completely different ways, but we were trying to get the same outcome. And it's like, okay, your approach is different than mine. I can see your point of view, but this is how I would have did it because of my upbringing. I did it this way because of what I'm sensitive to. So just because I'm sensitive to like, okay, so I mentioned last um, podcast, I have like abandonment issues a little bit and I don't, I have a big thing on feeling like left out and feeling abandoned. So um, I do good on just being there. I'm there, I'm there, I'm there. But some people have a boundary set up to where it's like, yo, I don't even need you to talk to me right now. But my thing is, I don't want you to ever feel like I'm abandoning you. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep, I'm going to make sure you know that I'm here, rather you're mad or not. But some people, they don't look at it that way. So you have to be able to understand people. And that goes to like, you know, how relationships you say, like, um, you learn each other's love languages and stuff like that. It kind of falls into the same ballpark. Say a way to to easily forgive is if you're looking at it from a religious standpoint or a faithful standpoint or a Christ-like standpoint, understanding that you're not even mad at that person. And this is probably going to go over some of y'all heads, but you're not even mad at that person. You're mad at what the enemy is doing in that person. And I was talking to my friend about this a couple of days ago or maybe like a couple of weeks ago. And it's like the enemy will amplify your feelings and, and take advantage of your vulnerability to make you do certain things. And not saying not hold, don't hold people accountable, but understand that you're not mad at them. The way people move most likely is because they're being taken advantage of or it's a reflection of what they're going through. And they think the best way to do it is the wrong way. And rather the wrong way is your wrong way or your right way or whatever it is. It made sense to them at that time because the enemy made it make sense to them. The characteristics that comes with God, when God is flowing in you and the characteristics that comes from when he's not flowing in you. So you Honestly, that's where that forgiveness comes in and just praying for them like, okay, you know what? I'm not even going to be bitter. I'm going to charge it till you're having a bad day and whatever you got going on, I hope it gets better because what you're like, what you're projecting onto me is not because of me, it's because of you. And I'm, I feel bad because that you're being taken advantage of because of whatever you're going through. So understanding that is kind of... It helps me. It helps me a lot. It helps me have a peace of mind. It helps me not be so angry. It helps me not have like that. You hate me. You hate me. And you don't understand me. Because it's like, do you understand them? You feel what I'm saying? Uh, it's so crazy because we can be so selfish at times. And it's like, you never understand what people are going through. And it's not it's not our job to always, it's not our responsibility, I should say, to cater to everybody's emotions and feelings and traumas and triggers, but to have a level of understanding, especially for those that you love. Now, I'm not saying just go out in the middle of the street and nowhere and let somebody punch you in the face because they had a bad day. No, that's not what I'm saying. But if you do encounter somebody that's having a bad day on the street, just be like, yo, I, I hope you have a good day. Like, I hope whatever you got going on, like you just spazzed on me. I know it's not because of me because I don't even know you. It don't have nothing to do with me. And I can say this a lot. It's pro This is probably targeted to a lot of my overthinkers because um, I know I definitely was one. And I would start to think stuff was personal. Like it's personal. Even if I'm arguing with somebody on a personal level, it's never personal. Stop taking stuff. It's never 
personal, unless they know your life, unless you've been with this person for a year plus, three years plus, and they are getting deep into your personal life, even then it's not personal. Nothing is ever targeted to you. Only thing that's personal is the relationship you have with God. Nothing else is personal. I want you guys to mistake what I'm saying for people pleasing either. Because I know I had a big problem with like people pleasing. And um, I know a lot of people have the same problem, no matter the lengths of it or the long stream measures of it. I know a lot of people do have problems with people pleasing. And I want to let you know that like people pleasing, not being a people pleaser does not mean being selfish. Get that out your head. Like be selfish to a certain extent. As it pertains to like your mental health, as it pertains to your physical health, as it pertains to your spiritual health, be selfish as of like, you know, limiting your time and limiting and prioritizing yourself. But honestly, the selfish word is since, you know, the whole world, we all have different definitions. It really depends on how you use that word. But I feel like you guys get the gist of what I mean by not being selfish when I say don't people please. Just because you're not people pleasing doesn't mean that you have to be like an asshole. You don't need to people please because you should be pleasing God. And with pleasing God comes forgiveness, comes love, and comes self-control. You're getting so angry and amped up because you think something is happening to you because you didn't take the time to step outside of yourself to realize this person probably didn't mean any harm. And if they did mean harm... You just should know how to deal with that as opposed to getting angry, as opposed to letting it affect you and you dwell on it so badly that it gets you angry. And now you're telling everybody and now you're starting drama and now you're arguing, screaming to the top of your lungs. You should have self-control. You should understand that this person is acting off of their own emotions and their own feelings and their own confusion and whatever else that they need to heal from. It's not your job to heal them. And this is me talking to me. It is not your job to heal anybody. So what you don't understand, pray to God helps you understand it. But until then, just realize that you are two different people and y'all think two different ways. Being able to step outside of ourselves also helps us kind of realize our loved ones triggers, rather that's platonic loved ones, uh, romantic, or even just family it helps you understand their triggers and that way you won't, you can kind of, if not alleviate all petty issues, you can resolve them better and healthier. Um, so if I was to say, okay, so say I'm talking to someone, right? And I make a joke, say they say I'm driving them around or something. This is very hypothetical, but like say I'm driving them around and I'm like, we gonna get your car fixed. Like you tripping and they take a toll on that or, and I, it's a joke to me. But they take a that joke takes a toll on them because their trigger point is not having enough, or their trigger point is um, not feeling like they're good enough, or feeling like they always messing something up, or feeling like they always losing something, or whatever the case is. That joke could take it to a whole another level, and they hold on to that joke as if I'm trying to be shady and like whatever. So. You don't never want to be able to be in that situation. Or if you are in that situation where something you say triggers somebody in a way that you don't know, at least you, the least you can do is understand their triggers and apologize and cater to and assure them it will never happen again. You can't always, you can't tiptoe around life trying to see, okay, this may trigger them, this may trigger them. No, but once it does trigger them, let them know, assure them that you did not know and that it will not happen again and make sure it don't happen again. <laughs> so. um. But that also comes 
from both ways because you would have to be dealing with somebody that's very in tune with themselves to know what their trigger is. So if you're that person with several triggers and you're getting mad at people for all these different reasons, it's not always them. Sometimes it's you. You need to realize what your own triggers are and realize that other people are not responsible for your triggers. Now, I do feel like in a relationship, if you express those triggers or even in really good friendships, like friendships that aren't just surface level, um, you should have a, like some sort of conversation, not just like sit down, here's all my triggers, but like just as time goes on, like you learn somebody and with that love comes that understanding of them. It comes that study of them. It comes all of that. So it wouldn't even have to be a certain discussion that you had if it's just something that you pick up. Back to kind of like the resolving and it's easier to resolve problems once you step outside of yourself. Because like I said earlier, you'll be able to be like, okay, well, to get to point, to get to five, I did four plus one, but you did three plus five. They both are right. But it's the way you went about it. You decided to take two steps and then three more steps. I took four steps real quick and then only had to take one more step. You get what I'm saying? So like two things can be right and two things can be wrong. And y'all have to be able to, you and whoever, will have to be able to come to that agreement and understanding. This is why it's important to deal with mature people. Um, that two things can be wrong at the same time or two things can be right at the same time. It's never a situation where it should be a argument or a combative thing. Like your moral codes and somebody else's moral codes are different. And like I said earlier, the way you respond to things is typically how you tiptoe around other people. So if I know I have a short temper, I know I get irritated quickly, or I know I feel like a, or even I feel like people are burdening me, like, like you're bothering me. I'm very like a, when my social battery is done, my social battery is done. So I kind of, what I do is like, I kind of tiptoe sometimes when I've been around somebody for too long, I'd be like, okay, cause I know my social battery be done by now. So I'm a kind of just, if I'm over here too long, I'm gonna just be quiet or I'm gonna just leave within an hour or two. So I don't be over here overstaying my welcome. But honestly, that may not be a problem to anybody else. And my friend may be like, girl, you ain't got to rush out. You can sit down. Like you ain't got to do all of that. So it's like, you typically move how you would want somebody to move with you. And that can be a good thing. That can be a bad thing. You have to have that communication, effective communication at that. You can't see where I'm coming from. If you can't open your mind up to like what could be or another way of thinking or another route to get to the destination. It's like, no, I can't do the stuck in your ways stuff like to an extent, you're tripping, okay, respectfully. Our next segment for today is what did I learn this week? So basically, while forgiving other people, we also need to forgive ourselves and also own up to what we did wrong. So it comes with understanding like what door did we leave open for the enemy to get in? You know what I'm saying? Was it anger? Was it envy? Was it bitterness? Was it a broken heart? And we let the enemy come and take advantage of that. And what I've been realizing is in a lot of situations, I give the enemy an open door. I give the enemy a free pass. I give them something to work something up inside of me where I get anxious or I start to overthink or I become shameful or I become um, embarrassed or and I let all of that stuff bottle up into anger. And like anger, the emotion anger isn't bad. It's simply just the it's simply information to let you know how you feel. but what you do after that is like, okay, 
you need to handle yourself a little better. Like just because the feeling that you are recognizing is a bad feeling doesn't mean your action should portray that bad feeling. I've just been working on that because it, I let that affect some of my relationships and it doesn't take a huge toll, but sometimes they do take major tolls on the relationships that I have with different people. And it's like, I never want to destroy the nature of my relationship simply because of something that I haven't healed from. So I kind of lately I've been just shutting my mouth and kind of talking to God more as opposed to just voicing out all of my feelings, because sometimes I do be tripping. And for you to actually realize like, okay, I'm tripping, I'm tripping. So like, and when people, I really like when people is a, are able to realize that you are trying to grow. A lot of times people hold you to the same standard of, well, you used to pop off, you used to do this, you used to do that. And it's like, okay, but I'm I can't keep doing that. Stop trying to hold, like, I'm trying not to do that, but I know it can be new for some people, like friends that just used to you doing that kind of stuff. I get that it's something that they're used to, but when you see growth, make it your business to acknowledge the growth of that friend instead of telling them, oh, well, you're acting different because, or what's going on with you, or you must don't like me no more because you don't do this no more. And it's like, no, literally, I'm trying to grow. i too old to be throwing tantrums. I'm too old to be throwing my phone at the wall. Like... I'm too old for that. And it gets on my nerves that like sometimes my emotions are so like they're not as bad as I know other people's to be. But like I can act off my emotions sometimes. And I don't like that. I want to be able to control my emotions. And I know we talked about control last pod. I can't have control over everything, which I understand. But at least I have control over my actions. I have control over what I do. And I also have control over what I let myself think. So I've been in like places now. Like if I'm ever like, I remember I was in the shower and I was in my feelings reminiscing and I let my mind just go jump into the future and like, okay, well, you're going to be sick if this person does this, you're going to be sick. You're going to be mad. You're going to be, what if you never move on? What if this never happens for you, but you see it with them? You're going to just be their friend. You're just going to be their friend. Like it's the enemy when I tell you. <laughs> When I tell you it's the enemy trying to work, I literally had to say in Jesus name, get out of me. Like I rebuke these thoughts, get out of me right now. I do not think this stuff. And it's like those little bitty thoughts that you think that has you overthinking or that has you, oh, she sleep, she's talking about you behind your back. She's not a real friend. You know how like you get those thoughts. And I don't know. I think I got this from another podcast, but you know how you hear those thoughts about like crash your car or I used, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I used to get a thought to stab people with forks when I was eating. Like I'll be eating and they'd be like stabbed them with the fork in their hand. Like just go ahead and I never, you know, you never act on those crazy thoughts and you're delusional if you ever say you didn't have them. If you haven't had them, God has blessed you because he has guarded your mind. But, um, you know, those thoughts we can simply, we can easily be like, we're tripping, you're tripping. So we need to be able to also kind of not even kind of, we need to also be able to discern what bad thoughts, what thoughts are coming from the enemy. Because anything that's coming from shame, guilt, bitterness, anger, um, whatever, envy, all of that, those are not fruits of the Holy Spirit. And I definitely learned that from uh, with the Perry's about like just being able to discern what, what fruits are from the Holy Spirit and not from the Holy Spirit. I do not need it in my mind because you never know the destruction that that can do. And it's like, I've seen it. I haven't seen it to its worst, thank God. But like, I've been a victim. I've been a product. I've been through it. So, and I never want that to happen. And that's just something big that I've been learning this week. Or I would say last week, since it's Monday is a new week. But yeah, 
next segment. We eating the segments up this week. I'm not playing with y'all. We getting back on track, okay? So next segment is my itchy scalp. And y'all know this is my favorite segment. Hold on. <laughs> this is my favorite segment. I love itchy scalp. So what makes my scalp itch? And the whole, I don't have nothing for you. I'm just going to tell you to pray. I'm going to tell you to go to God. I hate, I hate that. Or I'm going to tell you to read your Bible. I hate that. I hate that. Y'all can eat me up. Y'all can eat me up all y'all want, but I absolutely hate that because depending on who you're telling that to, people coming from somebody that wasn't in their Bible as good or as much as they are now, you would have told me, just read your Bible and I need some real advice. I need some help. It's like, come on now. Come on now. I mean, the most you could, I would appreciate you got to pray about it. Like, you know, something real nice, you got to pray about it. But all that arrogant, ignorant, not even ignorant, but arrogant ways of, you need to read your Bible. I can't help you. You need to read your... That... That makes my scalp... That makes my hair fall out. Like, forget the scalp itch. It makes my hair fall out. It makes me want to yank it out my head because that is so selfish. That is so bitter. That is so um, belittling of somebody to just say, you need to read your Bible. You need to pray about it. I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's so rude. And I'm what I'm going to tell y'all now is what makes... What adds the oil to my scalp which is basically the people with the mindset of, I'm going to send you a scripture to help you through it. I'm going to sit here and tell you, you know what? I don't have all the answers. I'll tell you what helped me in a similar situation, but you do need to pray. You know, like coming off a little smoother, coming off a little easier because that the action of you need to read your Bible, that is what gets people not to read their Bible. And I feel like not even to make this a big, you know, Christianity thing. But like, I feel like that mindset is very like triggering for me because a lot of times it was just, I used to think the Bible was just like a book of convictions. Like I thought every page I was going to be convicted. And honestly, I wasn't, I knew the Bible way more than I thought I did, but I've gotten way more joy in reading this Bible. Like y'all, the, the joy, the happiness that fills my heart when I read the word makes no sense. Makes no sense. Read your Bible. <laughs> I know I just told y'all not. This, I don't like people say that, but I'm saying it from a place of love. I'm saying it from like honestly, all the answers are in there. But when somebody is coming to me or they need some help from me, I'm sharing my knowledge, and that's what I truly feel like the Lord wants us to do: is share our knowledge with everyone. Share the good word, not just read your Bible. Read your Bible. Nobody, especially when you know what generation we're in. Nobody wants to hear that. Like nobody wants to hear read, read, read. But if you show them, if you send them a, a scripture, if you send them a verse, if you send them, if you send them what has helped you, if you tell them your testimony or let them see your testimony or take them under your wing, that is a better way of showing somebody the light than just throwing a Bible at them. You get what I'm saying? Like that is just coming from somebody that was not in their Bible and you telling me to read my Bible is not helping. Like I've never been told you need to read your Bible, but like I recently just heard that and like I, I wasn't a fan of it. I didn't do too much when I heard it because like at the time I just wasn't in a place to go back and forth with nobody. I wasn't a, I wasn't in a place because I knew that especially like where I'm at now, I'm not at the level of maturity. And I'm not at the level of self-control enough to not take things as personal. So like, I, like I'm like i telling y'all not to take stuff as personal, but the second I go back and forth with somebody, 
biggest person because it's me and you. It's one on one. It's me and you. <laughs> so I'm gonna be real. Like I'm not there yet. So I know to keep my mouth closed because my message is not gonna get through. You know the saying like you you can see yourself in regular water, but you can never see yourself in boiling water. And while people are heated and the discussion is hot, you're not gonna be able to get your point across. So this is just um this is just my opinion. I don't think that's an effective way to help somebody. I do think, I do believe, and I do agree with we can't give you all the answers. I can't help you with everything. I can't lead you to the water and push your head in there. You get what I'm saying? I can lead you to the water. You're going to have to drink. <laughs> You're going to have to drink. I can't drink it for you. So, but I think we're forgetting about, I think we are forgetting about the journey to the water. If that makes sense. You can't just, the water over there that way somewhere, you have a couple turns and yeah. No. Help them to the water. Stop being ignorant. Like, not even ignorant, arrogant. I keep using that word wrong. But like, stop being Stop being a butthole. You know what I'm saying? Like, you making this stuff look like. Because, honestly, I was scared. Not even scared to open my Bible. But, like, I was not opening the Bible. I was reading a few scriptures I seen online. I read those. And I go to the uh, the chapter. And I read a little bit of the chapter. I tried to read cover to cover. That wasn't working for me. Then I realized what I needed to do. Like, it's a whole technique to read in the Bible. So, you just telling somebody to read the Bible. Knowing all them books is in the Bible. You're wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. I'm not even going to lie to you. You're wrong. I don't care. Argue with your mama. Take it up with God. <laughs> but that's all for today's episode, y'all. Make sure y'all drop y'all comments, y'all mental health checks. Do not forget to drop y'all mental health checks. For real. But do all of that and check if you're watching, if you're watching on YouTube, I got the QR code right up here. Go ahead and follow the Instagram page. All of that. If you want to be featured on the podcast episode, it's a link in my bio on my um, personal page and on a podcast page where you can sign up to do um, to be on a pod. It's a little thing. I'm not being bougie. It's just how I stay organized and make sure you're trying to get on here and talk about some real stuff because I'm not trying to have you come on here and y'all just trying to down talk y'all ex. I don't got time. We not doing that no more. <laughs> I'm sorry, Buka, but we're not doing that. So, but yeah, thank y'all so much for listening. I love y'all so much. Bye. Wait, wait, wait. One more thing. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Right Number Podcast. Please be sure to follow our Instagram and Twitter at TRNPod and use the hashtag, hashtag TRNPod whenever you're tuned in. Love y'all. Talk to you later.